The next stop is Knickerbocker Avenue. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's Fortune 500. Uh-huh. I burn his production. That's right. And we rubbing for the New Let's York go. Knicks. Live from the garden, the Knicks game starting. The blue and the orange, the best five starting. Regardless if it's close or a large margin. We hungry for a win. The fan base starving. Bound and astounded. Fishing and we swishing. We run the whole city. Ain't no competition. From Patrick to Willis. Frazier to Strickland. The next generation. We carry on tradition. Year after year. Season after season, yeah. arena full of fans, screaming out defense, playoff intensity, got our hearts beating, the sneakers keep squeaking, hear the heart breathing, Whoa. swishing through the net, yeah. players take flight, flight. vibing with the vets, the coaches need a fight, head on what attack, the players about to fight, yeah. it's all about respect, ain't taking any slight, no. a piece of the apple, about to take a bite, right. about to take a ride, up to new heights, this is our year, the future real bright, right. shining real bright like the New York City lights. The Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum on the Bleed Blue Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to another edition of the most intelligent, most coherent, and definitely the most realist New York Knicks podcast on all Knickerbocker Nation, the Bleed Blue Show, the Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum. I'm your boy, the infamous one himself, joined as always with my boy Steve. Steve, how you doing? Where in the world are you today? I, I, I'm slightly offended by just saying it's just a Nick Pod because I say the Bleed Blue Show is the most complete sports platform for the KGYR fan, probably in the country, the way we break down sports week after week, year after month after month, year after year. So, yeah, I guess you could say for the basketball, yeah, I mean, we have the intelligible Nick fans on here, of course, but you know we you're of course we do it all, and there's we nobody do, we do do it all. Blue Show. Nobody like the Blue Show. Nobody, nobody, nobody uh, can do it. Like Nobody. Uh, well, well, I, I I I do second that, but I I was actually just kind of you know mentioning you know this is the crown jewel of the Bleed Blue Show, the Nickelback Fan Forum, because True. we had the best, we we do have the best fans, we do have the best, the most intelligent people coming on the show constantly, and you know we're not trying to you know you know to you know to push a narrative, we're not trying to do this and that, we're just trying to call it as it is, um and um let's just do that, Steve, because um. I, you know, it's been been three games since since we last spoke, and the Knicks went two and one. Damn near went three and zero. Oh, um, but let's let's get into it. Is there any um, yeah. is there any particulars you want to go over first? No, no, we got Don with us, got Mister Live with us. So let's let's just get the ball rolling. I would love to hear what they got to say. Let's bring them on, and you know, you know, bring me on first because you know I'm happy and giddy about this in season tournament. You guys do not like the Sippy Cup. I love it. I already love what I'm seeing out of this shit. But let's bring the guys on, man. Let's have a talk, man. Dominic Donato DP on Twitter. Get off my lawn. What's up, bro? How you doing? Good evening, gentlemen, and stay off my damn lawn. <laughs> Walk on the path. <laughs> Walk on the path, folks. You don't. You do not want. You do not want to keep on walking on that man's lawn with the shotgun not too far away. But anyway, uh, Mr. Live, how you doing, brother? What's 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 good, people? All right. Um, we we gonna call this one um coffee cup, right? We gonna call this one coffee cup. Okay. So let's, so let's we've upgraded. So, so we've upgraded from the sippy cup to now the coffee cup. I'm, 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 think, I'm just kind of curious as to you know where we're headed here. I think yeah. so. I, I think so. I, you know, I guess we won't talk about it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let y'all cast God the show. You know, it, 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 you know, we we gonna call it we gonna call it coffee cup. Yeah. I'm in the minority, I think, on this. I don't think the old guys, the old school heads, you guys, you three. I don't think you guys like it at all. I love it. I, I love it. And I, I, I won't spend too much time on it whenever it's ready for me to talk. Ass. So I look forward to getting you guys thoughts. Now the Knicks uh, match up with the Milwaukee Bucks uh, for that qualifier or the knockout pool. So we can talk about that and anything else with the round the NBA. 
Sure, sure. And, and, and um, I actually second that notion, Steve. I, I, I actually, once I actually listen to some of the players and how they're perceiving um, the NBA Cup in-season tournament, um, you know, especially when it comes to the cash prizes and, and the reasons of why they're competing and why they're, they're, they're playing so hard, I, I mean, given the cash prizes that you know, the players are going to get, you know, the 200000 300000 it's not a lot for them, especially when you're, you're talking about some of these guys who are making, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. But they're they're also playing for like their assistant for the assistant coach the other coaching staff and of course you know some of the um, you know the, the the players that are on the bench that don't get a lot of playing time like like the eleventh and twelfth man on the on the bench you know oh, okay. they're gonna also they're also gonna you know be you know you know be obvious they're they're gonna be awarded this money that you know you know for every victory and and as, as you said the New York Knicks um they they they, um, they qualify in, into the quarterfinal they they play into the knockout round first with the Milwaukee Bucks in Milwaukee um so it'll be a rematch of the, of the first um, in season tournament game um and that is a result of the Knicks on Friday night taking uh, taking a, a, a much needed victory 198 over the Miami Heat and then coming home Stay, well, they actually can go over. They stay at home. They lost a 116-113, um, a, a very close game against the Phoenix Suns without Kevin Durant. Devin Booker just hit us with a dagger three at the end. To then the ass whooping the Knicks just handed the Charlotte Hornets last, uh, last night, 115-91. Um, I really like what I saw. Obviously, you know, the, the results are great. Um, but I really want to hit a little bit more on the turnovers, Steve. Turnovers – are, are 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 getting a little out of hand. I mean, the Knicks usually average around 13 a game, but over the last couple of over the last few games, they're they're kind of like um, being a little careless. What, what say you? I mean, turnovers are an issue, of course, and I don't like it. No me gusta. Also, even worse is the free throws. The free throws are the killer, and I think those two things right there is preventing me to say, okay, the Knicks are really legit on the title run. I, you know, outside, of course, when we talk about, okay, trade Mitch for, like, a DeAndre Ayton. But the Knicks, they got to fix those issues. They got to knock down their free throws. Now, I do like, let's say, an Emmanuel quickly late in games who's a better free throw shooter than R.J. Barrett. So you're going to get better production in close situations. But you're, you're seeing this Hackamit shit again. <laughs> These teams know. So they say, okay, we're going to take – we're going to – um, you're going to make the Knicks turn over the ball. They're going to lose possessions that way. You know, if you, you if you don't waste the shot clock all the way down to four or five seconds like in the old NBA, you jack up shots and you make them turn over the ball more, you get the other team more possessions. That's just common sense. The other part of it is the Knicks got to make their free throws. And then in close games before the two-minute mark, before those transition fouls start to accumulate, they're going to hack a Mitch if he's in the lineup. That's a big problem, big, big problem. However, good comeback win versus the Miami Heat. Um, of course, what they did against Charlotte, and I definitely want to get Dom and Lai's thoughts as far as running up the score. I love that shit. I don't care what anybody says. And, and I heard a lot of the players' interviews from different teams about the point differential aspect of the uh, playing Uh I, I thought they had some weird-ass comments talking about, well, we respect our opponent. We didn't want them to run up the score. Bullshit. Run the fucking score. We're professional players. If they, the point is to outscore them, jackasses. That's, that's the whole point of the fucking playing sports. You outscore your opponent. What do you mean respect your opponent? That's why they're in the league. You know, if you, if, if they can't, the whole point is to stop them. If they can't stop the two bad, tough cookies. You know what I'm saying? So I heard Josh Hart talk about that a little bit. I don't know if you heard that. Ad. I heard other players on other teams talk about it. Like like when the Celtics were playing the Bulls and they were fouling Andre Drummond, too bad. I mean, you got them. That, that's their it, – it's their job to knock down free throws. It's their other team's job to make shots and stop the other team. Um, as far as the turnovers have, you're right. The free throws are still a problem with the Knicks, and I definitely got to get you guys' thoughts on that. But as far as the Sippy Cup tournament, and listen, the point differential aspect, I love it, honestly. I love the fact that – we had to win by a certain amount of points just to give us a chance to make it to the next round, and we did it as a wild card. Um, I thought I, I actually enjoyed all these group things, man. I really did. I, I want to see where you guys still stand on it, or if you guys starting to come around, or you still get off my lawn or stay off my lawn. So I just want to hear you guys uh, uh, sound off on that. Well, absolutely, and like I said, I'm enjoying it, and I, and I've had. The, the pleasure of watching some other games, um, it, you know, as part of the in-season tournament. But I guess 
you're absolutely right in terms of the, the running up the score, well, and I'm going to I'm gonna toss it to Dom in a minute. What made you come around, the, the, though? Because I thought she was, well, was anti-CP Cup, right? I, I'm, I, I was kind of indifferent. Um, I wasn't anti-CP Cup. I was kind of indifferent just because I didn't know what the – the incentive really was in, in terms of, you know, does it, does this have any, any kind of um, validation towards the, the actual playoffs? Does it, does it count towards, you know, you know, what does the NBA cup really signify? And, um, you know, it, it, it's essentially just, you know, just like the, the other in-season tournaments that, that happen, you know, throughout, uh, throughout the other sports, especially in, in World Cup soccer and, and, and I think in, in hockey, they, they also have something similar. So um, I like the aspect of it. Um, I'm excited for it. I just would like to see, you know, what other incentive they will add to it for the, you know, for the NBA Cup, you know, because um, for some I, – I think we touched on it when we first covered it um, um, months ago – you know, for some teams, they will never have that chance to, you know, to, to you right. know, be playing for something. Um, but I also agree with you on that running the score part. I believe that you should always run, run the score. <laughs> run it just up. For the very fact is that, just for the very fact is that on this very platform, not too long ago, maybe a week or two ago, we were just talking about how quick a 20-point lead can actually disappear. So, and it can disappear within a matter of minutes. So, dumb. To you. That, oh, that's what, to you. That, before we go to Don, let me say that. Can I say that one more thing? I don't want to lose this point. Sure, sure. When you see those alternate, when you see those alternate court, you know, for the the playing tournament, you know how they got a different court or that 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 color scheme. Right. Got, you know, for when, right. I think fans need to get into the habit, and the players especially, when you see that type of court, especially when you're at home, it's time to blow these motherfuckers out. That's the mentality I'm looking at it from this point, from that point differential. When you see that alternate court. It's time to run up the score on motherfuckers. That's how I'm looking at it as a fan. It's time, it's time to disrespect Cap. I don't care who they are. That's how I'm taking this. Uh, I love it. Well, then, Dom, what do you say to that? Are you opposed to the running up the score? Have you changed your, your position on the NBA Sippy Cup or the NBA Cup tournament? I, 30, tournament? What say you? 60, 60 points, Dom. 60 points. No. You're blowing motherfuckers No, out. I haven't. And, and, here, <laughs> and here's one of the reasons why, guys. Because we, we have been one of those teams – that always get looked at of as we could be up 20 points in the fourth quarter and our coach still plays the starters. Now mm-hmm. you're forced to do this because now there's a point differential. So it's cool now until somebody's out there and busts an ankle or something happens to them in the fourth quarter and their team is up by 26 points because you had to spread 30. You know, this sooner or later the Roosters come home, guys. It's if you was just playing regular game. And here's another tricky thing, guys. Would y'all say about the teams that may never win nothing? We only got two teams in the tournament that basically recently have been washups: the Pelicans and the Pacers. That's it. Everybody else that's left in the Sippy Cup. Our, our regular teams that we expect to do A, B, and C during the season, during the playoffs. So what did we really accomplish? We really didn't accomplish nothing because guess what? The season went on with regularly scheduled games. These games count. They count for just schedule. Okay, somebody's going to get lucky and go to Las Vegas. Somebody's going to get lucky and win $500,000. Hard for you to tell the average U.S. citizen in the times we're in that guys that are making ten, twenty million dollars, even the guys on the end of the bench are making a couple of bills. That wow, they get five hundred thousand. Oh, that ain't much. But again, everything this guy has done has been centered around dollars, pure D dollars. Now, at the end of the day, guys, we'll have to sit back and say, how are the ratings during all of this? What what did the real people have to say? Not just to get off my lawn type of guy. The, the real NBA fans, what did they really get out of this? Like I said, if we still had teams like uh, the Orlando Magic, for example, who are born mm-hmm. this year, but they're mm-hmm. out of the sippy cut. Uh, the Rockets started off good. They're out of the sippy cut. So we're, we're really watching a possible preview of one of these teams going to the NBA Finals, the Bucks, the Suns, uh, the Celtics. 
So what what did we really, really accomplish? Guys, other than the get off my lawn, I'm looking at it as a pure fan now, <laughs> not a get off my lawn guy, a pure fan. What did we really get out of this? Extra hype? I mean, you were still going to play the game. Then come on, guys, some of these courts are sickening. These colors on the courts are sickening. They got you looking at your TV like you got to adjust the color. <laughs> Let's just keep it real. I mean, I'm sitting there saying something's wrong with my damn TV. Oh, no, Dom, Dom, yo, Dom, I have to say this. I really do not like the Knicks orange court. I don't like that. I do not one? like it. What about the, the other the one? Other, the, second one? The, other, the, the other one I love. The other one I love because it's, it's, it, 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 it's subtle. It's subtle. It's nice. It, it, you, you know, and it encompasses New York. The orange one, to me, uh it, 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 it's hard in the sense. It's hard in the sense. It's a little bit. Yeah. Did you guys see the green? Did you guys see the green Celtics court? Oh, I saw that no, shit. No, no, I didn't, bro. I don't Come think on, I remember guys. that. That court, that bright red ass court in Chicago, that had you going blind. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that one. I, mean, I saw that one. You got a, if you got if you got a four K TV, it gets scary, man. It's like you're watching something you ain't supposed to be watching. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy, guys, but I'll digress. It's not that I don't like it, Steve. I'm just trying to figure out how do these ends justify the beats? I mean, other than somebody getting 500 grand, 300 grand, to guys that are making multi-million dollars, I I, I don't get that part. But, hey, you know what? We'll, We'll see. This is a scary thing, and I'll stop. Now that we got this in place, now all the NBA talking heads up. Well, you know, if they add this to it, take away that, add this, add some sugar, add some spice. Come on, really? The only thing I would say. Now let me ask fan, you this before we go to live. Yes, let me sir. ask you this: When it comes to college basketball, they had this. They have all a million tournaments in the beginning of the year, like the Maui, Atlantis, and the Bahamas. Like, how do you feel about those? I mean, are you just, are you the same way? Because honestly, it's just tournaments to me, kind of like what this is. What What are your thoughts? But, again, Steve, even those games count. You know, I said this in the beginning, guys, that for Mm -hmm. a test run, remember? I said for a test run, if they're going to do this, why why didn't they do this before the start of the season? You know, mix it in, skip the exhibition games, let let the fans get a feel for this before we start thinking we're we're mixing apples and oranges. We're mixing mixing regular season with sippy cup and – if you would have gave it a dry run before the season started, first of all, I think, it's only me, guys, I think you would have gotten more fan interaction because there was no basketball. Now you got some fans. There's confusing the $2 bill. I know the game counts, but then my team make it. Then my team win by 36 points. You know, it is too mind-blowing. Just play the games because guess what, Steve? All those tournaments, Maui tournament, all them tournaments count. You leave them tournaments. That you is true. Win it. Right. You're something that won. You lost. That goes on your record. So it counts. Just like you're this right. counts. But that you know, that's a little different because we don't play that many college games, Steve. So they're sort of like yeah. warm ups, uh it gives that area of the world, the continent, a, a a little kick in revenue to get to see some good college hoops. Because guess what, Steve? A lot of good teams play in those tournaments. So mm-hmm. yeah, people in these outer limits get to see some good hoops. So that would have been my only break somebody in. Do it before the season started, man. Get Dom and Av and Live and Steve. Give us something to look forward to in September. Oh, man, we got the Sippy Cup tournament. And we, we, you never know. But the way they did it, I just think it's a little too confusing. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Like I said, guys, we'll see. It's going to be hard to judge because they're regular season games. So it's going to be more hype because the Knicks are playing the Bucks because of the Mississippi Cup tournament or because this counts towards the Knicks record and where we might land in the one to six. My goal, guys. Other than that Sippy Cup, I'm concerned more about one to six. You can have the mm-hmm. Sippy Cup, play with it all you want, drink water. I'm more concerned on where my team's going to be at the end of this going from one to six. So that, I right. digress. It's... With that being said, I, 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 
I do have a I do have a follow-up question for you, Dom, and I'm going to pass it also to live on this one as well. But given that you know that you know that, that the hoopla is, is is now kind of like ramping up for the NBA Cup, should you know should any team, depending on what the matchup is, you know whoever is in the final, whether it's the Lakers and the Celtics or 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 the the, the Suns and and the, and the Bucks or even the Knicks make it to the finals, won't winning the NBA Cup. Now, defeating whoever their opponent is, won't that add a little bit more intrigue towards a possible playoff um, a matchup going forward? I mean, wouldn't that actually just build in a rivalry for them? And I, and I, have, to, I have this question to actually all, all three of you guys. Does, you know, would this add some, you know, some flair to the matchup, or is this just more smoke and mirrors? I, I will say this, Evan. I'll say it real quick. Smoke and mirrors, because guess what? Look at the West bracket. Look at the East bracket. You have a possibility of seeing Celtics-Lakers rivalry from day one. Okay, wow, wow. Or the Suns and the Bucks. We just seen that movie a couple of years ago in the real NBA Finals. So unless, guys, some team, let's say the Sacramento Kings meet the New York Knicks for the Sippy Cup, Maybe that'll draw some interest because those are two teams we wouldn't have expected to go there, or the, or the Pelicans, or the Pacers. I was pulling, even though I'm a Knicks fan, guys, I was pulling for the Magic. I wanted to see the Magic get as far as they could in this Sippy Cup because I see how good they're getting. Now we got your, your normal Joes and Janes in this thing. But, again, Lakers, Celtics, Suns, Bucks. I mean, unless we get something different, it's going to be kind of mundane to me. I've seen this movie before, but we'll see. We will see. Live, you got the rock. What say you? Um, well, 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 well. Again, the reason, the reason, you know, coffee cup. So, so all this, you know, for the last couple of days, I've been really um, intrigued by what what the Sippy Cup could be. You understand? Um, Incentives, you know, and it all came back, and that's why I love this show. It it all came back to why I care, right? (laughs) Why why do I give a F of what what happens, how many watches these dudes can buy, and and things of that nature? So, you know, the the intrigue part of it was um, sponsorship. It's going to be, you know, Netflix Cup, you know, uh, Verizon Cup. You know, and it's gonna be this and and that and and la la la, and it's gonna be you know it's gonna be another you know all star game with cats jumping over cars and all of that. So and 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 again, <laughs> it boiled down to why I care in the first place because of my team's placing, and none of it has has transpired. The closest I, I think uh, I was talking, I heard somebody say something about. Uh, seeding like 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 the winner is gets a definite um in play uh you know in in, in play uh spotting and then something else and something or other but you know again i you know i i'm i'm just as much off the fence about it as as ever but if you if you take your time you know and again alluding to what dom 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 has already um suggesting man there's there's a way you can you can do this and incorporate it in your standing in your team's worth and or or, or spotted um um and get give these cats some extra money you understand what i'm saying we can we can do an n i t kind of kind of situation before you know let's 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 um let's 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 turn the summer league into the sippy cup you know what i'm saying because again i don't i didn't want Brunson and them in the, in the Olympics, you know what I'm saying? Much less, you know, something that was that was gonna uh, gonna gonna only mean that they could get another car. You know what I'm saying? They go afford another another Winnebago or whatever the case may be. I'm like I'm like, listen, I wanted I wanted to be I, I had fun the last couple of days. I'm not gonna act like I haven't, especially you know what I'm saying now where we get the only the only white reason why I'm looking at it is so we can get back at and you know get back at the bus. And we're gonna nail the bucks against against the boy. I'm good with that. That's my whole sip. That's my whole coffee cup. You know what I'm saying? We, you know that that in itself is fine. 
I'm more worried about improving our team than whatever was happening in 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 this version of whatever cup we 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 trying to create here or the NBA is trying to create here. So, um, that's that that's what it is on that cup. You know, that's that for me. You know, I'm still off the board on it. All right. Well, that's fair enough. But, you know, it's a kind of like divert away from the NBA Cup in-season tournament because um, well, before we do that, the Knicks um, do play the Milwaukee Bucks on December 5th. That's this Tuesday night in Milwaukee. That will be the quarterfinal knockout round. Um, it'll be a rematch of the first game where the Bucks took, took beat the Knicks 110 to 105. Um, it was a game that the Knicks could have had had, you know, they knocked on some free throws and it's a late game execution, but it's needed here and there. Steve, I want to talk about the uh, about the the loss um, that, that we suffered to the Phoenix Suns, um, and you 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 mentioned this earlier the free throw um, disparity. I mean, just look at the percentages, just you know, just at face value. What can the I, I mean? Is there any individual? that you really feel like really needs to work on their – aside from Mitchell Robinson, who really needs to work on their free throws because um, these numbers, you know, the, the Knicks got – they did get to the, to the free throw line, on, you know, for 32 times, and they made 23 shots. Um, that's for a 71%, almost 72% uh, free throw percentage. But had they made maybe four, you know, four more, that's the game, no? Any player shooting on the, under 80% – is always going to need to work on their free throws. Any, it doesn't matter who they are. I mean, matter of fact, the answer is everybody should always be working on their free throws. I don't care if you're shooting 80%, 90%, but especially anybody under 80% on the team uh, individually. So that's the short answer. And and, and just when I look at the Phoenix game, Ab, um, Phoenix got off to a good start, and it felt like the Knicks wasn't ready to put them away. Um, it felt like they were just lagging, lackadaisical, not like how it was towards the end of the Miami game on Friday where they were down 20, and I thought that game was over. And the Knicks, somehow, I still don't even know how they came back and won that game. They, Miami just got cold, and the Knicks climbed back slowly, and they just caught them, and, and they beat them. But the Phoenix game, especially without Durant and Bradley Bill, well, none of them played together all year, but – uh, they should have beat Phoenix, to be honest with you. That's a little disappointing, but I'm not going to bitch and complain about it. They beat Miami. That's If I had to pick one, who would I would rather have beat, it would have definitely been Miami because obviously it was a playing game, and also it's a team that we've, we've seen last year in the playoffs and our rivalry going back to the uh, 90s and all that. So give me the Miami win over the Phoenix win, but I thought they should have beat Phoenix. Um, free throws, anybody shooting on the 80% especially. That's just the short answer, and that's pretty much the main answer. Like, they got to just make it. I, I, I can't explain it, Av. It's like, work on it, make them. Like, it's just that simple. I just, I, I don't know. It's all mental, man. Like, we already know these guys are shooting in the gym, so put that shit together in, in, in the game of play. So that's that's my answer to your question, man. Just work on that shit and well, make them, man. Well, well uh, on that note, only four Knicks right now are shooting over 80%. That's Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart, who are both shooting about 82%, while R.J. Barrett's at 86 And Emmanuel quickly leads all the whole team at 89.3% on free throw shooting. Everyone else... Where's, where's DiVincenzo uh, at? Where's DiVincenzo at? DiVincenzo's actually shooting 64.5%. Mm, oh, that's terrible for him. He's, he's, a, he's at 80 283 percent. Yeah, he he need yeah he he needs to work on his shit. Yeah. And, 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 and and just for you, just for you haters, Julius Randle, he's at 70 percent, 71 percent on the free throw shooting, and he's probably one of the guys that gets to the line a little bit more than often. But Dom, um, same question to you. Um, Steve says anybody shooting under 80 percent. What say you? Without a doubt. I mean, I might lower it to like 75%. First of all, Steve hit it. Everybody should be practicing. I heard I heard a real, and this goes to the Mitchell Robinson thing, I heard a real crazy stat today. Andre Drummond. I don't know if y'all heard about last night's game with the, mm-hmm. the Bulls. Yeah, heard, and yeah. The score being yeah, run up. And they, they, they yeah, hack, hack, hack right in. Yeah, hack they, drum. they needed the points. Yeah, they needed the spread to be so big. But Andre Drummond, come on, bro. 15 years in the right. NBA, you're still shooting at right. 45%. Right. right. 
Mm-hmm. Where Mr. Robinson's at? 40-something percent. Five years in the league. Come on, man. There, there comes a time where, you know, damn. <laughs> the, the key word in this is free. Yeah, free throws. It's not like if you get fouled and the game is close, they make you go to the top of the key and shoot a three-pointer. It's a free throw, guys. This is hard to understand, us, especially us as sports fans. You know, it is a free throw. You're there by yourself, nobody in your face. This should be a gimme. I'm not saying you should shoot 100%, but 45%, guys, that makes me think that, again, they did it against Phoenix. That means that every team, as long as there's not two minutes left and they're down and they're trying to come back, or the Knicks are down and try, they're going to go right to Mitch Rob. So that means we got to take him out the game. So now we lose post-defensive presence, that offensive rebound, that rebound. And that's what hurts us the most. Mitchell Robinson will get all of these offensive rebounds, give us second chances, and not just Mitch. We're shooting pretty poorly as a team. We're getting more shots. Are we capitalizing on them shots? Because if we go to the line, and guys, you see it. Come on, man. Five games into the season, R.J. Barrett was going to be the next Jerry West. How's that been working out the last two games? Okay, blame the migraines, blame the alcohol, but, but it is what it is. We all knew his shooting percentage would come back to normal. Thank the heavens that his free throw shooting is still yeah. up there. Because last night he would have been a bust, guys. We might have lost that game without him going nine for nine from the line, even though we played the, the Hornets. I mean, but he shot miserable. I think he was like three for 12, but he hit all his foul shots. That's a rare occasion for any Knicks. But if you've been in the league, guys, five, six years, is, is Mitchell Robinson going to be Andre Drummond? Are we all going to be talking about yep. this 10 years from now? He's still averaging yep. 44%. Yep. That, that don't make no sense to me, guys. And those equal losses, because guess what, guys? Miami, Atlanta, and there's one or two other teams out of our 10 wins that we beat a team over 500 or were over 500 at that time or weren't. We haven't beat quality teams, guys. We beat the Clippers, but they're an accident waiting to happen. We beat the Hawks, who became an accident waiting to happen after that. Yeah, yeah. We, Miami. we lose to Phoenix, which we should have won. They're missing two of their best players. We, we got to – I don't care foul shots – Underhanded shots, lob. We got to get some quality wins, guys. Whether it's the foul shooting or whatever it is, we got to string together some quality wins. Trust me, I understand what hey, somebody's hey, going to say. You play who's in front of you, got, but yes, sir. I got a question. You've watched this sport a long time. You've seen guys like Jerry West shoot it with like, like basket shots, you know, between the legs and be like accurate as hell, right? Why do players do not use the backboard at the free throw line? What's so wrong about – what is so wrong with trying or attempting free throws using the backboard to make it – I mean, all you got to do is aim at the square. I, I don't understand yeah. why players don't do that. Is it, is, it, uh, is it optics that I can't shoot that? So somebody may just think I'm throwing it up there and it hits the backboard and it goes in. As long as it goes in, right? It goes in. That's how it looks. Yeah, who cares how it looks? Let's let's be honest, guys. In, in the beginning of his career, Will Chamberlain was a horrible foul shooter. Through all, he went through different that shots. Rick Barry under the leg shots, you know. But he became a decent foul shooter. He wasn't an Andre Drummond with all the records Will Chamberlain holds that we tend to skim over. But he even improved his foul shooting. Shaq never improved his foul shooting. Drummond, never. Even guys like Blake Griffin, who you would think an athletic, good, he was never really a good foul shooter. So I don't know what it is, Steve, but if we don't, if we don't work on that as a team, I think I think Av put it, I think we're in the 70s, Av, as a team, maybe. Yeah, 72.3. <laughs> That's not going to get you. That's not going to get you nowhere, guys. And the, the, the sad part about it, and I'm going to go to live, is we're first in points against, first in rebounding, first in offensive rebounding, but we're shooting 71% from the foul line. 
So that means we're getting the most second opportunities because I just said we lead the league in offensive rebounds. Offensive rebounds get you extra shots, right? We got that part. But if we get fouled, (laughs) we're shooting 71%. That's sad, guys. As a team, that means nobody's shooting that well. So – but I want I like to hear what Live says about it. But we we got to improve that, guys, with thought, without a doubt. Go ahead, Live. Uh, I'm I'm curious to say because I, I actually have a bigger question for all three of you guys coming up next. I mean, I mean, yeah. Listen, <clears throat> we 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 all know that we 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 are middle of the pack playoff team, right? If we could, we, I mean, it's real, real simple things that would raise us up to the, the two, three spot. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, is, is the magic for real? Let, let, let's find out, right? You know what I'm saying? The Pacers seem like, like they want to, ooh, they, I mean, they right there on our, on our ass. So, um, we're going to have to do the little things to improve. We got to, we definitely got to play. Um, uh, a better per, uh, perimeter defense, you know. Um, again, we like Steve said, we should have we should have won that Phoenix game. Um, we got to start games better. It's almost like 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 these cats have like the last two or three games, the starts have not been been great, you know. And we we were, we've had I know in two of them we we had to play right back up in it, you know. Uh, you know, one of them was a comeback, one of them was a loss, you know. So it, it, it's like. The little things, B. And, and, and again, man, when I say the little things too, man, I, it's including coaching. All right, we, we, you know, the, 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 re, the, the, just because we're scoring, that don't mean we're scoring the right way. RJ, RJ is out there as, as a, as a lame duck, the first five minutes of the first quarter, because it's nothing but Chuck City and. and and, 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 and Blender, man, in, in, in the paint. That's, that's Randall. He's jumping off of one foot and, and throwing the ball away to the cat with the seven hot dogs in, in the concession stand. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm like, I'm like listen, little things, and, 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 and you wonder, are these guys getting coached up on it? Right? Randall stopped jumping in the lane and throwing the ball away. Even he said it himself, I got to stop playing off one foot. Okay, stop playing off one foot. <laughs> if you know it, stop playing it. You keep on doing it. You know what I'm saying? Brunson, he's not he's he you know what I'm saying? last night he has seven he has seven assists, something like that. I don't remember him getting over four for a lot of these games. Right? Now we know who we know who Brunson is. He he's a scorer first. But but again, if if the if the if the culture is um, we're going to concede that Grimes, our best three-point shooter, right, or, or was our best three-point shooter, is going to have to scrounge after RJ scrounges, you know, shouldn't, shouldn't somebody, somebody somewhere in that, in that coaching situation say, okay, our our league leading scoring can be improved about just simple things, and 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 that's 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 my problem. That that you know I'm good with where we at. I'm I'm, I'm I would be better if we could be just a little bit more efficient in in being able to call a play for rounds and having a, a consistent um, scoring rhythm. For RJ and 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 if RJ is supposed to get the bulk of his 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 um points with the second unit, then maybe we should think about that. Maybe we should think about a full right where where, where he could just beat up on 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 on, on second string players because he's just he's, he's really just standing around and, and being a stand stand in the corner shooter, you know, for, which he's not. He's he's not that guy. Okay, we we seen him regress to the same old, 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 old RJ, and that's this is my guy, this is my guy. But we don't seen him regress to that, you know. Uh, aside from his improved uh, uh, free free throw shot, he's 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 come back to earth. Okay, and I believe that 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 was because 
um, he had more he had more time to do his thing, and he had more shot opportunities when Randall was hurt. So now that Randall and Brunson is chucking up a storm, we see those same old old, old uh, RJ. So I'm just saying, I, I think I think it's efficiency. I, 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 you know, I, I think that's what that's what's separating us from 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 another five ten points on oh, ten points, so another five points on 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 that on that league leading scoring situation. So that's that's my thing. Well, you, you just mentioned him, and here comes the whopping question: the big elephant in the room, Steve. I, I don't want to keep on harping on him, but Quentin Grimes over the last five games, has not been performing. He, 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 he's not getting anything done. Uh, his last good game was two weeks ago in Atlanta when he scored 11. And, I mean, that's saying something. Ever since then, it's been 12 points total in, in four games. Um, what do you say to that? I mean, Lions just hit it a little bit with, you know, with the Chuck City in terms of Brunson and Randall and even RJ to some degree, but – uh, we need to get some production out of that, out of that two-guard position, and it can't be just Emmanuel Quickly or Dante DiVincenzo. What do you do with Quentin Grimes? Um, I said it last week. I'm going to be a little bit patient. I was kind of leaning to you guys, uh, what you guys said at the beginning of the season, that he was ready to take leaps and bounds as far as going to the J.J. Reddit School of Offense Efficiency. And, you know, I, I got to see it because you guys mentioned um, – you actually asked me the question, how was he at Houston when he was in college? I mean, he was in intact mode. He was a very good player, but for some reason, it's just not translating into this year offensively where you want to see more off the dribble and just attack the rim. Um, you know, he's kind of, I don't know, it's like when he gets the ball on the wing, he's looking to pass out where he has the one-on-one and he chooses not to do it. So, I, it's like he doesn't have the confidence in himself to take the guys off the dribble Unless it's a pull-up jumper, somebody you know trying to close in on a close-out defense uh, against his perimeter shot. So I mean, I mean, I'm still kind of banking on it. When I mean by that, I mean as far as he's going to turn it around eventually. I just don't know when. But yeah, it is a little disappointing that he is off to the slow start offensively. Because uh, I was I was apprehensive about well. Not just you guys, but Knicks fans were saying on, uh, on on social media is how he's ready to take the next step. And and me, I was kind of like, eh, I don't know, man. I got to see it to believe it, and that's kind of where I stand. I think it will happen. I just hope it happens sooner than later. Well, then, then Dom, um, I remember a few years ago, I would think it was like two years ago, where I, where I was kind of hesitant when they named Quentin Grimes to be the starting two guard. And last year he did, he, he did pan out. You know, fairly you know fairly well for you know the first season as a starter, but this this year has been abysmal. What do you say to that? Well, one thing, as I tried to tell y'all the other night, I think one of the one of the nights we was on, on average, eighteen, seventeen, sixteen, thirteen. That's Brunson, Randall, R.J. Quickly, Grimes. That shot attempts per night, on average. Mm. Again, where if, if a guy like him, guys, we all know shooters can shoot, but shooters need to shoot. That that's the thing. A shooter that can shoot needs a rhythm. A, a, I always bring up Buddy Hill, Steve. You know, a guy that did four years in college. Everybody looked at him like, oh man, he's, but he can shoot. Shooters can shoot. As crazy as Bunk is, Bunk can shoot. These guys get in a rhythm. They get in the flow. They get their shots off. You look at, believe it. You know what they have in common, though. I mean, Dom. You know what those two guys have in common, Monk and Buddy Hill. You know what those those two guys have in common this year? They both come off the bench, so they have more of a green light. Right. Well, that's maybe. But look at this, guys. When we talk about when we talk about Grimes, guys, in his three years in the league, three point shooting, thirty eight, thirty eight this year, thirty seven. That's 40, 46, 38 field mm-hmm. percentages in his three mm-hmm. years. But he he went from last year, for example, nine shots to 5.5. May right. not sound like much, guys, but, again, he's a shooter. I keep saying this, guys. The really sad part about Brian is 
He's one of our best perimeter shooters, mm-hmm. and he can't get mm-hmm. a shot off. But, again, mm-hmm. I just broke it down. Let's just say on average, guys, 20, 40, 60, 12, 72 shots a night are coming from four of our guys. Mm-hmm. Where does that mm-hmm. leave somebody to, like, DiVincenzo? He should be getting more shots when he's out there. Let's be honest. DiVincenzo, Grimes, and then maybe quickly. Our best perimeter shooter. Right. Right with right. that guy, maybe. No, yeah, no, yeah. No. Oh, well, I'll be well, yeah, probably, right? So, yeah. That, well, let me ask have? you this. That's that actually cool. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this, Dom. Ahead, so, because yeah, Av's kind of alluding to something with Grimes, he's kind of alluding to something to Grimes. So, if if a guy like let's say Josh Hart, who can hit the open shot, but nece- doesn't necessarily care for taking the shot, do you want to see Grimes come off the bench like Buddy Hill and um, Malik Monk, who have more of a green light off the bench and they're succeeding in that role? What, do you want to switch things up that way, or you want to keep Grimes where he is and see if he prevails? What, what are your thoughts? At, at this point, Steve. I think that may be the best thing to do. I mean, would it would it kill us if we flip flopped him and DiVincenzo? Nope. I don't like what some people no. are saying. Get a this, get a that, get a wing, and we could put RJ back at the two. No. We've spent countless hours, countless years, countless players who try to find a two because somebody knows this guy is not built to be a two. Let's right. just keep it straight, guys. Let's let's be yeah. real. It's not that we don't like him. Your, your, your two is supposed to be your shooting guard. Would, right. it, would it kill us to put DiVincenzo out there? Come on, guys. He can nope. shoot. Nope. He can shoot. Nope. And you're right, Steve. Maybe that'll give Grimes less pressure. Let me come in. It's a little more free for, especially with Quickly on the court. <laughs> Let's keep it real, guys. Quickly comes on the court. It's like a street game. You know, we're going to get up and down the court, get a shot off as quick as we can. If we miss, we hope Robinson and Hartenstein get an offensive rebound. That, that's the game plan when they're out there, fellas, unless I'm watching a different game. <laughs> that's what they do. Yeah. But when he's, they do. The starters, when he's in there with the starters, guys, take away quickly. It's close to 60 shots a night between Randall, Brunson, and RJ. So, yeah, Steve, I put it this way, and I'll go to live. How could it possibly hurt us? How could it possibly hurt us? Mm-hmm. Because at the rate we're going and he's going, we may lose this kid. We want to do that. See, and, that, and, that, and that's, that's it, yeah, and that's what I'm talking about. Little changes, be it's, it's it's not like we right there, right? I mean, and aside from again, you know, I, I want I want some size, pause. You know what I'm saying? I want I want I want I want a, uh, 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 I want one of them cats from the Nets. You know, two of them. We'll take two of them. You know, because they're not doing nothing. They're not they're not doing nothing over there. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I digress on that. Like with what we have now, we could stay three four. We we could stay in that in that three four spot the whole season. It's just that we we know, as knowledgeable Nick uh, 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 fans, that that Thibodeau is a system. It, 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 I mean, you can absolutely call it call it a culture. Is because he 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 stick Mitch in the middle, right? He 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 puts everybody in the corner. He he lets two three dudes score, and and you have to make your bones in that system. Now 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 again, uh, Divincenzo came here and started shooting eight, seven eight shots a game. Started, you know what I'm saying he's just like I'm going to take these shots. Why? Because Thibodeau's system allows it. At this point, I don't think Grimes has the the. He doesn't have the, the 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 gumption to take another three four shots. They was there for him last year because they was there. Now now that Divincenzo was there, you know, you know what I'm saying Dom 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 just laid it out. You know what I'm saying uh, after quickly, who is going to take what shot, right? So 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 the knowledgeable thing, man, the the, the only thing to do right now, uh, you know, to fortify your 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 your, your starting position. Is to start Divincenzo, and I, and I said this uh, a couple of episodes ago, man. I don't know how 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 Grimes is going to fit because Divincenzo moves different. He's an aggressive guy. He he plays passing lanes. He 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 sacrifices a lot of his game to be a defensive dude, but 
he will take that shot. He can penetrate and handle the ball. He can do all of this stuff. You can let Josh Hart and do he, whatever. And he'll he go rebound. Right. And he can help right. make the glass. That's Grimes ain't doing right. that. So. Right, 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 right. And and he's going to take his shots. That, that's, what, that's, the, that's the reason why you got him in the first place. So, so you know, concede that Grimes in your system is now not that not not has has played has been played out of position, right? And 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 again to Don's point, I think I think Grimes will do much better on that on that second unit. But then but then when when you, if you do that, he's gonna lose minutes. He'll he'll, he'll because they already got RJ, um uh, uh flip flop from, from from first to second unit. And then you know who's gonna get that cut? Who's gonna get that minutes cut? You know, is 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 is, is it hard? Right. And so I, you know, I, and you know, hard 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 is is is, is our backup power forward. Yeah, but live would that, it, would it basically come out to the same thing? Because I the so, minutes yeah. Grimes ain't getting, he's splitting with DiVincenzo if we just flip positions. That's true. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Because guess yeah. what, guys? Indeed. I just looked Indeed. it up. Hart, Hart, and DiVincenzo are averaging more shots than Grimes. Hmm. 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 I don't see how it could hurt. I don't see how it could hurt. Yeah, yeah exactly. I can't like, like, live said, like, like Live said, except let's just flip the name. We got Dom where Live used to be. Live where Dom <laughs> used to be. And I just think, guys, it's just me. I didn't mean to cut live off, but I think the second unit is more free flowing. Mm -hmm. You don't have the Brunson. You don't have Brunson pounding, pounding. You don't got Randall pounding, pounding. You don't got RJ pounding, pounding. They seem to be free flowing. Like I said, they get up and down the court. Shoot, hey, somebody get an offensive rebound. Let's try it again. Or they go back and play defense. Come down court next time. They're like 10 to 15 seconds and the shot is going up, guys. Maybe that could help them. Again, I agree. at this point, what I do we have to lose? And I add one more thing, a little, little thing, man. Randall's best year, I, I would say, when we didn't notice his shortcomings was when, when Reggie Bullock was there, right? Reggie Bullock shot 41% at the end of that season, all right? And he was, he was, he was a major outlet for – for Randall's one foot that you put him in a blender in the paint crack. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying he didn't he didn't turn the ball over because Reggie Reggie Bullock knew his tendency. By the end of the season, they were in sync. I think DiVincenzo plays a similar game. So with 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 with, with, with Randall, that this is what I believe. I don't I don't think Grimes does that. Grimes is very if you still if you look at him still, man, he, he got a little brick of lot in him. He got he got a little <laughs> he got a little Yeah, he got a little Da Vinci in him. <laughs> he, you know, you know, his head, the headlights is crazy on that dude. And I'm like, this is his third year, baby. Like, you should be take there should be some resistance to even you know and, and again my brother man you know what i'm saying shout out to my brother he he mentioned how how randall is housing these dudes right he like these dudes are scared of randall right i wouldn't care y'all the only cat that i don't see put fear in his heart is uh is quick other, other dudes can see to his growling and his, his what's it called quick and quick and brunson right but brunson only do it because he know that's that that's his team man. All right? My thing is I believe DiVincenzo would be way better in there because Grimes ain't ready to be he's not ready to be who who he need to be as a man in that. And you need you need a coach to call the plays that he learned from JJ Reddy. <laughs> All right? All of them screens and, and running off of this and that 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 need to be called. Okay, and Brunson. The only difference, the only difference I would say to that, JJ Reddick was automatic, on automatic. Mm. He no, was. Yeah. He was like Reggie not, Miller, yeah. like yeah. he was like, clearly not, not, right. not, 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 <laughs> you know, 
place him anywhere with him. With a J.J. Reddick's clip. Uh, you know, definitely not. But what I'm saying is um, I believe that that some of the screens he was running off of last year makes him a very good candidate for those kind of plays. Even Quick, man, when Quick was in Kentucky, he, he, he did a, a lot of off-screen, double screens and, and all of this crap. He, they both did that, but we, we, that's not the system. So I don't want to keep on harping on that, right? Uh, the system is, is a very ISO-heavy, get-your-own-food get kind of situation. Fine. That's why even Chenzo is thriving and Grimes is not. Because Grimes ain't ready to eat. All right. Well, then, then let's do a quick lightning round, quick question for, you know, for, for, for around the table. Um, if Quentin Grimes is to be benched, who's taking – who's starting? Steve, who, who's your preferred starter? Yeah, I mean, uh, real quick, because I know we got final thoughts soon. Um, I, I, David Chenzo is the answer yeah. because he's more of the Swiss Army knife because you get defense with DiVincenzo. He can make the open right. shots like Grimes, and he go get the, he'll hit the glass with Mitch. So DiVincenzo for me. All right, Tom? I already said it, DiVincenzo. It's just flipping one guy for another. Right. And, I, again, my only problem, my only worries, guys, is we don't want to lose this kid. He's still young. Right. He's still talented. Right. We, don't, we don't want to lose him. Right. And, 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 and Live, I'm assuming that this is your idea, that you're, you would rather DiVincenzo start. No, no, no question. I mean, DiVincenzo, but, you know, with, with a Grimes talk, man, with a Grimes like, yo, dog, this, this – this right here is more opportunity than, than you had on 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 the on the starting squad to, to get your money. Cause you're supposed to get your money this summer, man. Go get your money, man. Like stop playing. Absolutely. I, I, I and, and I kind of have this. I'm, I'm echo the same sentiment. Although you know, an, an idea intrigued me of maybe you know since we're seeing a lot of Emmanuel quickly in crunch time minutes anyway. What's the set? You know, where's, where's the harm of starting him? But I can understand. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, this is this is kind of like his his um. His revenge tactics, you know, to, you know, for for him being the ninety six man of the year award last year, he wants he definitely wants it this year for his contract year, his banner year. So, uh, yeah, I would have to say Dr. DiVincenzo. So let's go around final thoughts, gentlemen. It was a great evening. It was a great episode. You know, the, the Knicks are you know continuing in the Sippy Cup. Steve, fire away. Your final thoughts, sir. Yeah, yeah, real quick. Um, I might I have some thoughts on Grimes, but not enough time to get this in. Maybe I'll reserve it for the next time we're on after the game versus Milwaukee because it seems like Grimes plays as if if he tries to go shoot Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle are gonna fuck him up at halftime. Like, why are you taking our shots, bro? Like, <laughs> it gives me that kind of vibes. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna wait a week and want to see what happens versus Milwaukee. And and my thought, final thoughts, Av. Um. It ain't a playoff game per se, like traditional playoff game, but this is more weight than the regular season when they face off with Milwaukee. This is mental at this point. They have to got to at least try to beat Milwaukee this time, especially in Milwaukee. And, and then for the Sippy Cup, um, another team that's kind of needs this push as far as taking the next step is the Sacramento Kings. They kind of they got they got past the Golden State Warriors the other night. They're kind of in that situation. What step they're ready to take as far as towards uh, getting playoff run and I think the Sippy Cup is is a, is a perfect segue for the Sacramento Kings as it is the New York Knicks not necessarily the Milwaukee Bucks not necessarily the Boston Celtics and not even the Indiana Pacers it's the Knicks and the Kings for me Blue Blue and Naranja thank you very much this is Steve Azul Leonardo DT Dominic your final thoughts sir Sippy Cup no Sippy Cup Pistons Raptors Bucks Bucks the third game. That's the quality where we get, got to get, whether it's a sippy cup, play in, win or lose, go home, whatever. That's the quality win we need. Or we'll be still, you know, beating up the teams we're supposed to beat up. But that Bucks game, guys, just take the sippy cup out your head for a second. That's that quality win. On that note, mm-hmm. guys, you know, I love doing this, man. I can't, I can't thank you guys enough, man. Outstanding, Donato DP on Twitter. Mr. Live, no, yeah, Nostradamus. Um, Nostradamus. Live, how you doing, brother? Your final thoughts? 
Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, look, man. It, it, it's great being in the Knicks today, man. Aside from two years ago, you know, Dan Tony. I hope he died with his left shoe off. You know what I'm saying? We we, we gone 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 to the days of uh, 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 of mediocrity, and, and we're talking about real basketball, man. We're talking about ways to improve. You know what I'm saying? The team intelligently, man. We're not not listening to these these phony fans, man, with, with, with fake breezes on. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's go, man. Let's just let's get better, man. Let's let's root for our team, man. Let's let's be diehards like we supposed to be. You know, bleed blue, Nick Baca ass, you know what I'm saying? I love y'all cats, man. I I'll see y'all next week. And we will see you then too. Um my final thoughts are are, are, are exactly what Lot just said and, and what Dom just said. Um you know the NBA Cup tournament um, quarterfinals against Milwaukee on Tuesday night, that's the quality win that we definitely need to have. I think that that, you know, that sends the message that the Knicks are ready to actually compete in the, you know, into the, in the Eastern Conference and, you know, and throughout the playoffs. Um, it'll definitely show what kind of a team this team really is and, and, and what adjustments and what pieces they absolutely um, need to shoot for. Um, Without question, uh, a quality win over the Milwaukee Bucks on their home court, you know, in, uh, in, in this in this um, quarterfinal round is essential because um, considering that our next game is against the Detroit Pistons, which should be a wash-up game, and then, you know, we head to Toronto before we, we head into, into Milwaukee, but the Knicks definitely need to have that win, and we will be here next week to cover that, you know, cover the results of that game. So, um if you're bleeding blue and orange and blue, continue to do so. Wear that shit proudly. If you if you're on the fence, get off the fence. Get off um, get off Mr. Donardo's um, lawn before he shoots you, because I'll probably shoot you too. And um, yeah, in, in, enjoy the Sippy Cup tournament, however you want to call it, the NBA Cup, the, the Coffee Cup, the Sippy Cup, the Big Mud, whatever you want to call it. Have fun. Enjoy it. Um, this is Nick Makaab. Stay tuned. Be, um, I should be joining the Nick of Time show sometime soon for an episode of Nick Tactile where I challenge a fellow fan to Nick's trivia because, you know, I'm, the, I'm still a defending, reigning, defending, undisputed Nick's trivia champion, which we need to start bringing that back, Steve, whenever you're ready. And um, until then, Nick Makaab on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. This is Bleed Blue don't Show. Dom hates trivia, man. You're going to run Dom off the Blue Show, man. You can do that to Dom. Are you kidding me? I thought I won the last one. <laughs> I okay. I won the okay. last it, one we did. Did you? Okay. I forgot, man. Be it's been a minute. It's been a while. It's, it's been a while. And, 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 and those games were fun, especially the way that Steve always worded them. Uh, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back into the archives. Go back up a couple of years when we did the next trivia. Those were fun. Because Steve would come up with these these crazy ass riddles, and we would just be like, yeah, you know what? Why? You I went about googling shit. I didn't want y'all googling shit. I had to really get creative with non googleable questions. So, because you, <laughs> you in the seventies to do that, oh man, these guys got their Google out, man. So hold on, I had to, I had to throw some curveballs. See, Don, they were looking for fastballs inside in the inside plate. I had to throw splitters off the plate. You know what I'm saying? Curveballs. You know what I'm saying? And, and see, the crazy right thing is. This is the crazy thing, is Steve. I can honestly say that I never had to use Google. I never used Google. A lot of that shit. A lot of the shit was a shot in the dark, and then and then some of the other ones were just like layups to me, and I'm like, okay, bring it. But who was the app? App. App. Before we go, who was the other guy? I think he had braids. It used to be Marlo. I forgot the other guy's name. Sims, yeah. What happened to them, man? Uh, well, well I, I know a Sim is. Uh, I still talk to him very, you know, seldomly every, every now and then. Um, you know, he's just hard at work, and shout out to him. Shout out to Mrs. Nix. Uh, uh, Anna, I haven't, I haven't talked to her in a while. Uh, Marlo, I know if you if you're still listening to us, man, you know, much love. We still we miss you around here, and you know, of course, everybody else who's ever joined us on, on the Nick Fan Forum, we, you know, 
it's a family, it's a community. It, you know, we're all about having fun and, and, and really testing each other and really pushing each other, which is which is the best thing about this community. Um, and you know, it's a, it's just a great time. You know, full of positivity and full of knowledgeable fans. Um, as Steve says, we cover sports like nobody else does. And we and, and this panel right here of, of, of me, Steve, Dom, live. Sometimes Ariel, sometimes Nick, you know Nick and Nader, and a couple other people. You know, you're never going to find a panel better than us. On you know when it comes to covering the orange and blue. So as always, on iHeartRadio, tune in your Stitcher apps, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. This has been the Nickelback Fan Forum on the Bleed Blue Show. Signing off. Bleed blue, orange and blue, all day every day. Nickelback Fan. A finger to the rest, here we go for the next. It's like a finger to the rest, here we go for the next. It's like a finger to the rest, here we go for the next. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blee blue, 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 blee blue. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.